about coming <laughs> off the bench. Who, me? Oh. <laughs> 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 I don't know where that started, where I came from. <laughs> they said I got to come off the bench. Come off the bench. <laughs> Welcome back to Coming Off the Bench. Uh, this is episode five, and we're going to start off with our top five. And today we're doing, in honor of NCAA 14 coming back, uh, possibly, we're going to do our top five favorite uh, sports video games. Uh, we're also going to discuss the NBA. We're going to talk what happened with the lottery. We're going to talk about the all NBA teams that released today, as well as the NBA playoffs. And we're going in with our random thoughts. Uh, about the PGA Championship, the Braves, and and Caleb's new uh, new favorite sports team. So we'll go ahead and get right in with our top fives. Falls, go ahead and give me your top five sports video games. Okay, so a lot of these are old nostalgia when I was a kid. So my number five will be MLB the MLB two thousand six. It was the first game that Sony released. It wasn't called the show yet, but it was like first video game I ever really got in baseball and so kind of fell in love with with how Sony made games seeing today how I love it will be the show and then the next one is uh, ESPN NFL 2k5 had Terrell Owens on the cover Terrell Owens is one of my favorite players it was just a, a different vibe to it and then they go on with the same vibe ESPN NBA 2k5 was one of my favorite basketball games really the first basketball game I ever ever played that's how I know most about what I know about old NBA just from playing that game and then the next two are probably they're they're really near dear to my heart we got NCAA 14 the last game you know football game college football game that that they EA Sports released you know since the Ed O'Bannon trial so it's just I still play it you know when college football season comes around get on the dynasty and then NCAO 6 is my number one. Okay, I want to talk, before you talk about your number one, I want to stop you for a second because he did not mention he went and bought a PlayStation 3 just so he could play NCAA 14 a couple years ago. It was true. I had it on my Xbox. I, mean, I don't blame you at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you did because I've got to play it too. <laughs> I had it on my, uh, my Xbox 360 and I ended up getting a PS4 and... I actually lost my copy on my Xbox 360, so I sold my Xbox 360. About two years later, I was like, I gotta play this game. I so, actually can't believe that wasn't your number one. Well, it's not my number one because NCAO 06, which is my number one, is what made me fell in love with the franchise. It's the only game that had an actual soundtrack on it. It was the first game to introduce the Road to Glory, which was Race to the Heisman there. I can't tell you the countless hours I spent as a nine-year-old kid on my PS2 playing a Dynasty on NCA 06. I got you, I got you. Mine also followed the nostalgic uh, thing you said. Uh, the number five is MLB The Show 14. It's the first MLB game I bought. Is what really got me back into baseball, period. Uh, number four is NBA 2K16 solely because this is the only NBA 2K game that kind of sticks out to me in terms of 
it just feels different than the rest of them. And like it had an awesome my player mode. Yeah, you you know, I just bought it the other day just to play the my player mode. That's just the story of it was just so yeah. amazing. Yeah, it, it had a really cool story, and then it was just it was fun to keep playing even after that. Uh, and then the next two are solid ba- solely based off the cover athletes. You have Madden Eleven, which had Drew Brees on it. You know, that was right after we won the Super Bowl, so I, I had to buy that game. And I think that may have been the first Madden. No, it wasn't. I bought Madden 05, I think. It had Don McNabb on it. I think it did. That was 06. That was 06. So that's the first Madden game I had. But this one beat it out because of Drew Brees. And then NCAA 12, which had Mark Ingram on it. Even after I sold that game back to GameStop, I kept the I kept the cover just because it was awesome. It was the Alabama player. And then number one is NBA Live 2005. The first sports game I ever had on PS2 is when, right when I first got my PS2 for Christmas. I actually got this game before I had my PS2. I got it on Christmas Eve. So as a kid, I really didn't understand what the point of that was. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just it was all it had Carmelo Anthony on the cover, and it's it's uh, I'd always played freshman versus sophomore, and I, I'd play as LeBron, and that's when I fell in love with LeBron and really like who LeBron was and stuff. Well, to go back, Santa had to bring you the PS2. That's why you got the game before there. Yeah, but how did my parents know I was going to get a PS2? Because Santa told them. I don't think it works like that. I think it does. I don't think it does. My dad said he used to pay Santa for all the toys, so... <laughs> well, that doesn't even make any sense. I mean, the, the elves have to make money somehow. Yeah, but I mean... They're just living up there for free. I'm sure they got to pay rent. Yeah, I don't know, but... I feel like Santa and my parents could have worked out something where it was reversed, where I got the PS2 the night before. Well, the same type of story. I got NASCAR, NASCAR Thunder 03, and then I didn't have a PlayStation, and the PlayStation was in the fireplace. Santa dropped it in the fireplace. so He dropped it, and it still worked. Man, them suckers were durable. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you drop you drop a console now and they break into a thousand pieces. No, I will say I know this isn't about sports at all, but it's just funny. I had an Xbox 362, and um, I was taking it to my cousin's house when I was like 11 or 12, and I had the bag like I had it in a bag and it was like hanging on my shoulder. So by the time it it was like the the Xbox was sitting at like my hip, well the strap broke and the Xbox dropped, and I was like, eh. It barely felt like three feet, maybe. Not even that. I'm not six foot, so it probably only felt like two and a half feet, if that. <laughs> so, uh, so I take it to my cousin's house. I hook it up, and and I just kept getting error messages, and like I'm freaking out. You know, this I bought this with my own money, so I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world? So I call. I literally call Xbox. <laughs> and I tell them the like the error code, and they tell me what it was that it was the hard drive. So I can pop the hard drive out, and it still worked fine. So I ended up getting a, a new hard drive for Christmas that year. And so later, after I got the new hard drive, I have it sitting up on my dresser, which is at least five feet. And one of my buddies was sitting there spinning in a chair, and they, they had the controller hooked up to the Xbox, to the controller, and when he spun, it knocked it off. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if it broke it like two feet, it probably shattered at five feet. <laughs> it, was, it was together. I picked it up, plugged it up, and it was fine. And it worked. I sold it. It's crazy. So I just thought it was funny. I, I had bad luck with Xbox 360s too. 
I got three of them that got the Red Ring of Death. I n- see, I never got that. I, now, mine, when I sold it, still had problems with the hard drive a little bit. But uh, it worked enough for them to plug it up and test it, and they gave me the money for it, but they still don't gave me life. Speaking of sports Did games, this one almost made it. It was NBA Live 09. I got it three days later. I got the Red Ring of Death. Never got to play it again. Had Tony Parker on the cover. One, Dang. It, like, it was like such a big jump from 08 to 09. It was like such a good game. Never got to play it. Dang, man. I hate to see it. I feel that. But let's move on into uh, to some sport. Well, first, let's talk about NCAA 14 possibly coming back. Please, EA, if you're listening, which you're not, please bring it back. Like, I, yeah, you so, w- obviously, you can tell me and Falls are huge sports gamers, especially, but we, we love video games and stuff. So, to have a an NCAA football game after five years now would be amazing. It was literally something I looked forward to every summer getting. Mm-hmm. Like, every June, July, NCAA is coming out. Well, now, Falls is actually an investor in a, a, a video game coming up right now. You want to care to tell them about that? IMV Gaming, they're trying to bring back a college football game. And they've been in this since, like, 2015. Right? Yeah, they're going to release it in 2020, so... We'll see how the NCAA does everything about the players getting profited or not. Well, and now this game obviously doesn't have any of the real teams, nothing that's licensed at all. And see, my thing is, why couldn't EA have done something like that? I guess, I mean, it's just not worth it to them because it's not licensed. It, they're not going to make any but, extra, I don't know. The thing is, they could get licenses. Why can't they just, like, make up players? Like, do the auto-generated names with no likeness of any player? People's going to make the rosters, you know, like. Yeah, I don't know. But hopefully it comes back. I would love, I would buy it, obviously. I mean, have a playoff system, have the. The recruiting, that's what made the game so good is the recruiting on that game. You can't get that in Madden. You can't get that in 2K. The recruiting, the fact that you could go sell a pitch to build a dynasty at any college football school, it just made the game so great. Like, you could play. Like, you know, you play a franchise or a My League on 2K or Madden. You know, it gets old after a couple of seasons. With with the college football game, you could be at any school. You could be at 126 schools, whatever school you want to pick, and you could be in year 10, and it's got a different feel to it. It's not, it's not like you're playing a carbon copy of what happened in last season. Just oh, yeah. No, I remember. I'm, I'm with you. Maybe they bring it back. But let's go from that to... A high note to something sad. Let's let's talk about the NBA, and more specifically the lottery. We were actually going to record a show, record an episode of this podcast during the lottery and stuff, but stuff just didn't work out, and and it just, it just didn't happen. But uh, if you if you don't know, if you listen, if you don't know, I am a Knicks fan. I've been a Knicks fan since about what do you say, 2012, 2013, and <coughs> excuse me, and. Uh, and all throughout that time, you know, even when we had Carmelo and stuff, it was it was it was fun to be a Knicks fan, but we never really were in contention for a title. And then Carmelo left, and then we just went downhill. All the stuff with Porzingis this year, you know, he was our star player, and now we've lost him. My one hope was the lottery. I've been saying it for months now. Was the lottery and getting Zion, getting a star player. But that did not happen, did it? No, it did not. I had some wrong question because me and Falls were actually together, and I, we had to. We actually had to go work 
while it was happening, while the water was on, and he got an update, and I was like, don't tell me, I'm, I'm going to go home and watch it. And then I just got a gut feeling, like, oh, my God, we didn't get it. So I was like, Falls, tell me. He was like, the Pelicans got it. You know, and I was like, and then tell me we got three. And that, that was the worst-case scenario for me was like, because I know I've said on here how much I didn't want R.J. Barrett, and I've also said how that would bite me in the butt when we got R.J. Barrett, so. But tell them how you feel about R.J. Barrett now. I, I mean, obviously, I got to look optimistically. You know, I, I got to eat a little bit of crow. I went and watched some of his highlights because every time I've watched him, he just he didn't play very well every time I watched him. So I went back and watched some highlights. And, I mean, he's got the size. He's got the length. He's got the shooting ability. So we'll, I just hope it works out. If we even take him, I mean, we may take – Culver or somebody, I don't know, but I hope we take R.J. Barrett if Morant's not there, obviously. You know, the Knicks were catching a lot of, like, flack on Twitter. I don't understand it, like... It's just because it's the Knicks? Yeah, but R.J.'s gonna have, he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder after seeing all that, you know? Yeah, Everybody so. was saying, like, you know, he, he even said before the lottery, he thought he was the best player in the draft. Well, so, he was the best player in his recruitment class. So, so yeah, that's what I'm saying, so he... Somebody saw something down the road that he, he may very well be the best player in this draft. Well, so, and I told Fultz this last week during the, after the lottery. It was like, you know, maybe this is a good thing. I'm not saying Zion's going to be bust. I'm not ready to make that claim yet. I'm not going to be the first person to put that out there. But I'm not saying he is. But every single draft pick that I've ever wanted the Knicks to pick, whether we got them or not, never panned out. For example, I wanted Jay Hill Okafor so bad. That's why I wanted the Knicks to draft that year. And we ended up with Porzingis, and I was angry about it, and then Porzingis turned out to be a great pick. Um, I wanted Frank Nilakina. We got him. Jury's still out, but he hasn't had the season as like Donovan Mitchell's had, or even Dennis Smith Jr., who we have now, has played. Um, there was another one, Kevin Knox. I mean, I wanted them to pick him, and... Now, he wasn't rookie of the year, and again, is still jury's still out. But I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I hope I hope Archie Barrett turns out to be a great player. But all this is null and void if we get Kevin Durant. If we get Kevin Durant in free agency, I don't care if we draft me. Yeah, I could care less if we draft. That's the end game. Kevin Durant is the end game. <laughs> so. If we get him, you know, everything just shifts, you know, will automatically be will automatically be a contender for the title. You know, we get him and add a few other pieces. So, and then Falls is telling me that he don't even think he's going to go to the Knicks. He's going to go to the Clippers. Hey, I don't know. You talk about end game. I hope, you know, I can be the Thanos to KD and say, you know, you couldn't live with your own failure. So where did that bring you? Back to OKC. <laughs> Did you just think of that? <laughs> yeah. That was nice. But, yeah, no. I, d I don't – well, I mean, you never know, but they don't have the cap room. Yeah, we'd have to make a bunch of moves, but I think it'd be worth it. But I don't think he'll come back. No, I don't think he will either. No, I hope he goes – I hope he goes to Knicks, obviously. That's that's my last hope. You know, you know – If not, falls that I can't be a Knicks fan anymore because of something I said – when I was in pain here earlier in the year. We made a deal. You said if they didn't draft Zion or Zion did not go to a team that you 
liked, and the Pelicans, you don't like the Pelicans, because we talked about teams that he would go to that you would trade. Okay, but get in my mindset. Get where I was. This was like a day or like a week after the Knicks just traded my favorite player. So I was I was upset. I hadn't really seen, and now I seen like how Porzingis has changed since then, and how it was kind of him that initiated it. So I have forgiven the Knicks. What are you doing? He's on his phone looking up something. I don't know what he's doing. Get it away from the microphone. It's making a static noise. <laughs> this was like this was like a month and a half ago. It was not. No, right it after was they don't, No, don't say that. Don't say that. It was on March the fifteenth. Shut I up. It boss. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I was still angry. I don't know, but you gotta come here with receipts, man. Just let me be mad. You know, I didn't think you were gonna write crap down, but now we'll see. We'll, we still have a shot at KD. We'll probably end up with freaking Tobias Harris, but which wouldn't be terrible. Wouldn't be terrible. We go from KD to Tobias Harris, and that's not terrible. You could go from KD to Marcus Morris. Okay, that's worse than terrible. That's below terrible. It's KD or bust at this point. And I know, I'm just, I'm leaving myself to be just disappointed, and I probably will be, but what am I supposed to do? You just want a star. Absolutely. Like, I mean, like, like, if it's not KD, like, I'd be fine with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but he's not coming. I mean, everybody said he's going to Clippers, pretty much. Yeah. It's not reports, but. Yeah, so I don't know. Hey, everybody said that. KD was staying and, with the and Thunder. And the thing is, I've been, I've been the one guy saying the NBA has been rigged. I've always thought the NBA is rigged. I know the lottery when the Knicks got it last time was rigged, obviously. We all know about it. I mean, just rig it. We get it, Adam Silver. You, you want to be a league of transparency and stuff, but to give it to the freaking Pelicans, I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, do they really need it? I mean, all they got to do is give it to the Knicks, and, and they can get Zion just trade, trade us Anthony, Anthony Davis. But no, that went out the window. The Pelicans. You're saying I this. Mean, come on. You're saying it's not rigged. But what if it is rigged? All they that, rig it to make it seem like it's not rigged. No, the all the Anthony Davis saga. They just wanted it to keep going because they gave him good publicity. Nobody was good watching publicity, it. but it's not. It's not giving no views or anything. You put Zion in New York or even in L.A., more eyes are on that. But they were even talking. I don't know if it was today or earlier this week. I saw it where they were talking about moving the West Coast games. Oh, uh, because nobody was watching. Nobody was watching games in the East Coast because nobody's watching the East games. Because LeBron, LeBron went to the West, and that's where all the talent, that's where all the stars are at. Other than a few, other than Giannis, Kawhi. You'd be smart. So like, if the Thunder ain't playing, I ain't watching. They gotta, they gotta bring the East back up. The East has gotta bring. That's why. I, that's think KD going to the Knicks is a pretty sure thing. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not watching the Clippers versus the Trailblazers at 10:30 at night. No, definitely not. So I mean, it's 100%. smart. I watch it at seven o'clock, but I, I ain't watching it at ten o'clock. Um, I just I just hope. Which I think, regardless of where Katie goes, I'm definitely going to be more interested in the NBA next year because he's not going to be on the Warriors anymore. And there's a possibility Clay Thompson won't be on the Warriors anymore. Best case scenario for me, I'm not saying best case scenario because it's not realistic, but dream scenario for Caleb is signing. KD and Clay Thompson, not Kyrie, which we may, and I'll be okay with. But I'd rather have KD and Clay Thompson than KD and Kyrie. Did you see where Clay's? This will lead us into our next one. But did you see where Clay's eligible for less money than 
he was going to be because he didn't make the NBA all team yeah, all NBA that. team yeah I saw that which scares me because and it, that it sounds the like Wizards, could, the Wizards dodged a bullet because Bradley Beal didn't make it all NBA team the Lakers dodged a bullet too because if they trade for him there's oh, big yeah, talks about absolutely that's, that's not a lot of money that they can have you know with LeBron they still yeah, have room it's the season for the talks about the Supermaxes because you got Giannis, who's now made three and going to make $250-something million. And you have Damian Lillard, who's due for a huge Supermax. So, Kimba. Yeah, Kimba made a team, so they're going to pay him a bunch of money. So, so do you think he resigns with Charlotte? I don't know. I, he seems like a guy like Dame that's loyal. Man, he's not going to do He's anything. never going to win a title in Charlotte. I just don't see it happening. Come on, MJ. Like, get him some help, man. But uh, does he have? Uh, he's just ownership, right? Yeah. So, but, but yeah. So I was talking about all NBA teams, you know. Other than was Clay Thompson, he he made what team? Did he make a team where he left off? He, he made an all defensive team, I think. Defense. Oh, so he didn't make first, second, and third. Wow. No. I know Bradley Bill didn't either, and that was really the two big snubs then. Draymond didn't either, did he? He made all defensive teams. He made defensive, yeah. And you have Curry, um, Giannis, Harden, Paul George, and Jokic was the first team. It's pretty crazy because this is the first time since 2007 LeBron wasn't on all first team. That he, right. he made the third team. I think he made third team, right? Right, he made all third team. So this this is insane. Since 2007, this is 12 years. And I, I, like, yeah, it's insane that... And it was kind of making bad, though, because people were trying to say that he deserved it to be on there this year. You just can't take that away from Giannis or Paul George. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big LeBron guy, and I don't think he did. Like, yes, he had better stats, but he didn't play. He played half the season, so, I mean. But, yeah, that's crazy. 11-year run. Yeah, that's insane. I definitely think they got it right with the first one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can talk about maybe Jokic and Embiid maybe is up there maybe, but I think I think they got it right. Yeah, I do too. So, but I'm I'm happy for Paul George making first team All Defense and then making All NBA, being top three in MVP conversation. And you got him for three more years. Yes, and just it's just a cool story. From he had one of the worst injuries in basketball a couple yeah. years ago, and he's made it back to the top. So it's just a testament that you can make it back to the top if you work hard enough. Yeah, absolutely. Sticking. Uh Sticking with the NBA, you know, we got the playoffs. The Warriors swept the Trailblazers. But we get a different finals this year. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be interesting, but are they just going to sweep whoever they they meet? I don't think so. If they have KD, do you think they sweep them? I still don't think so. I mean, look what they did to the Trailblazers without KD. They went down 15 in the last three games, and they came back from 15 to win the last three games. I mean, people forget this base team that they have right now won 73 games. Now, I understand they had some other supporting cast members, but there's a good chance, even if Katie doesn't play a finals game, which I'm pretty sure he will, and I'm pretty sure he'll play in the finals, that they'll sweep whoever they meet. They're, they're not they're, – I will say it today – Thursday, the 23rd of May, they're not sweeping the Bucks or the Raptors. The Bucks and the Raptors are too deep for them to get swept. The, the, the Trailblazers, if they had Nurkic, 
they went and got swept. Yeah. I mean, I think you're probably right, but I mean, because like they didn't, it, they didn't sweep the Clippers and they had KD. It, it's a, it's a little different thing, I guess. It's just kind of playing up to your competition. It's kind of about it. Go ahead. The the thing is too is the Bucks and the Raptors are very good defensively. The Trailblazers were garbage defensively. Yeah, but like, who's the better team between the Bucks and the? Uh, the Raptors. I mean, they're two and two right now. They haven't really been a close game yet. It was the first two were, I think, five to ten point wins, and the last two have been ten to twenty point wins. So I mean, I don't. I, I want to say I think the Raptors are better, but man, I don't know. They're, they're just so similar. It's hard to, it's hard to say who's better. And I said it, and I said it actually before the series. If I had to have a team, I would probably take the Raptors because of Kawhi. Even though Giannis has had the better season and probably per skills is the better player, maybe I don't know if you. It's a tough. It's a tough one there, but definitely in the running for MVP this year. If he's not first, he's second. But Kawhi's been there before. He has that mentality. He played under Pop. He knows how to win a championship. So to me, I would give them that edge. But the Bucks may be the better overall team. I don't know. It's it's really a toss up. Which makes me think this game's going to go to seven. The the Warriors are just going to be rested up. And if they don't sweep them, they'll win in five. And if they win in six, it'll be like they're up 3-1 and then the Bucks or Raptors win a game. Just give somebody a little bit of hope and they just win six. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Raptors and the Bucks could – maybe they can – I think they have the shot that they could take it to the Warriors. But I think it would be a great way – to bookend the Warriors run is for them to get upset by one of the teams. So I'm, I'm hoping they do. Yeah. But uh, back to your point about Kawhi, man's an animal in the finals. You know, he went, he was what, he was like, what, Giannis? He was probably Giannis's age, I guess, when he played in the finals the first time, about 23, 24. Yeah, he was really Go, Going toe-to-toe with LeBron. He had him like eight points in one game. Oh yeah, I remember. I was wa- I was watching it. And that's really when he blew up. Everybody thought he was just a defensive player, and he was the Finals MVP. Hey, since we're since we're on the topic, we didn't really get the chance to talk to it. This is in the past, but what about that shot? Yeah, absolutely. That it was a really good shot. You know, the basketball gods were definitely on the sides, but but for people who's a little more extreme into the NBA's rigged argument, I don't go this extreme, but told me they were talking about like what do you say magnets or something uh, yeah people were saying that they had like magnets in the ball the, or the ball was heavier than it was supposed to be I don't know because they were talking about they could hear it hit the rim the reason you could hear it hit the rim is everybody in the the Raptors arena was scared to death yeah no I'm, I'm definitely I definitely think the NBA is rigged but I'm not going to go that far with it I'm thinking like the referees call certain things and don't call certain things and and, and stuff like that. The same people probably think that uh, LeBron's block on Iguodala, LeBron had a magnet on his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, but yeah, I'm 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 ready to watch them. I'm just I'm ready for this season to be over. I'm just ready for this off season. I've told you multiple times. I'm just so ready for this off season to come and go, so I can just stop worrying about it. Yeah, the offseason's going to be – I mean, it's the biggest one since. I mean, I guess 
really the KD year. You know, there was a couple of names in that one. I feel like the most hyped up. I mean, people were hyped about LeBron last year. Yeah, but it was kind of decided that he was going. Everybody kind of knew he was going to That's the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. I, the last time it was just you weren't sure and it was going to change the the course of how the NBA looked, landscape, uh, was KD when he went to the Warriors. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I've seen that. You got anything else to add about the NBA? Or anything else in general? Uh, oh, oh, speaking of which, since the series is at 2-2, who do you think is going to win? Bucks or Raptors? Uh, probably, the, I think, uh, my guess is going to be the Raptors, but it's really just a toss-up. Yeah, Somebody's got to win a road game. I'm, I'm going to say the Raptors in seven. I think they win on the road. I think it, I think it just goes home, 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 and then Raptors, Kawhi gets it done. Well, we'll definitely see. So if you have anything else to add in NBA, we'll move on to our random thoughts. Uh, let's, start talk, let's talk about the PGA Championship. We didn't get to do an episode before to do our predictions and stuff, but we did do a pool for Me, no money. We didn't do any money, but Me, luckily, because I would have lost all my money. But uh, but yeah, we all picked a we picked a few golfers and we put like six, but like our top one, I picked like Dust, Justin Johnson to win. Grant picks Brooks Kepska, and then who'd you pick? Who was like t- your main one? My first pick was Tiger. Tiger Woods, yeah, yeah, that's how. But yeah, I mean, Dustin Johnson came close. It just looked like neither of them wanted to win. Brooks Kepka dominated the first three days, and then he got played the like hole garbage on the back nine. The back nine was getting everybody, though. The back nine on Sunday killed everybody. And that's the thing is, is he should have any other tournament. He'd have, if he hadn't played as well as he did the first three days, he'd have lost easily. Easily, but. But he dominated the course. Like I didn't think it was going to be close. Like he was on pace. I thought he was going to, you know, set a record, like be twenty under, you know, twenty something under the way he played the first day. Like, but yeah, he just couldn't make a putt. Couldn't hit one on the fairway. He could not drive one straight to save his life. Which is crazy to think about Brooks Kepp because that's what he does. I mean, he just long, hard, straight drives. So I don't know. I was glad to see Jordan Spieth back up in the top. You know he, yeah. And, and it's crazy to me. People are talking about people are saying Jordan Spieth's back, which is insane thing to say about a what twenty five, twenty six year old. Yeah, and he he's played well a little bit, you know. But he's he finally got back up there in the top, you know, five of major. I mean, I, I, mean, I get why they're saying it. it's just, it's just crazy to me that golf's just a weird sport, man. Yeah. That you have. People saying Tiger's back, and then you're saying Jordan Spieth's back, and then like, and then Tiger misses the cut. You well, know, next time Brooks Kepka in a final Sunday, they're gonna say he's back if he don't boil lead. <laughs> what did I tell you right after the Masters? And I don't know if I said it on this or not, but remember Tiger Woods is at 16 to one odds to win the Masters, and he won. Well, right after the Masters, Brooks Kepka was at 16 to one odds to win the PGA. Now I don't know if it stayed like that all the way through. It probably didn't. But I said, if I were to put any money on it, that's where I'd put it. And again, I'm sitting here saying, I wish I would have done it. Well, and watch, I'm gonna look up say 16 to one odds for the next major, and I'm still not, and I and, or and I go put money on it, and they don't win. They they they'd probably miss the cut. What's gonna happen? It's gonna be like Patrick Reed, and you're like, no, I'm not, I'm not putting my money on Patrick Reed. <laughs> Absolutely. Or I'll probably say, well, it's 16 to one odds, and then Patrick Reed 
like stubs his toe and pulls out of the tournament. <laughs> but I'm not. What, what is the? Do you, you don't know off the top of your head the the next major, do you? I, don't I think know. it's the U.S. Open. Is it the U.S. Open? Okay, I'm ready for that one because it's Pebble Beach. I would love to go play golf there. And Brooks is probably the favorite. I mean, obviously he's, he's the won the last two, so yeah. I mean, he definitely will be the favorite. Do I pick him to win? I hope Ricky Fowler wins one this year. I hope he wins one because he hasn't won one yet in his career. Or I hope JT wins it. That will probably one of my picks. Yeah, I, I think I have a feeling JT might, but he can't count out Brooks. He can't count out Brooks. Oh, absolutely. But I'm going to go for a bold prediction two months early for the British. I think it's going to be Rory. He's been playing bad. I think he's going to get it back on his, on his own home stopping ground. Going with Rory to win the British Open. <laughs> the British Ocean. I got you. I got you. The British Open. But yeah. I got you. So, uh, well, let's, you had something you want to talk about the Braves, or go ahead and give me some MLB takes. Austin Raleigh is the best number 27 in baseball right now. Hey, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth in the NL. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. But, I mean, the, the Braves were under 500, and they called him up the Cardinal Series, the end of the Cardinal Series. And, man, it really sparked me back into watching the Braves. You know, it was looking like they were just going to be this subpar team. Austin Raleigh, rookie, can play third base, can play left field. Then hit six home runs in his – or five home runs in his first nine games. <laughs> Did y'all draft him? Yeah, I see. I hadn't heard anything about. He's him. been in our. Yeah, he's been in our farm system for a little bit, but how old is he? You know, is, 20, he, is he real, real young? I, th- I think he's a little bit older than like Acuna and Albies, but he's he's around their age. So we got a little nice core now. Yeah, we can get some pitching. I'm not even gonna lie. I haven't kept up much with the Cardinals. I'll, I'll probably get more into it towards the end of the season, the playoffs. But do you have anything else you want to say about the Braves? No, just that Austin Riley is the best player in the league. Well, I will say then, speaking of St. Louis teams, so I've never been a big hockey guy. I haven't. A couple of years ago, I watched a couple of Stanley Cup playoff games and stuff, and I just didn't get into it. But for whatever reason, I don't even know why, I just flipped it over to the, the Blues uh, the Blues game. I, I think it was the series before this. Go ahead. You guys want to say so, like, you just flipped it on there by accident, or? Well, it was on, and I just saw that okay. it was on. And I was about to say, how do you just flip on the NPC by accident? <laughs> like, Notre Dame playing or something? No, <laughs> no, no. I, I saw it was on, and I was like, I, you know, I'll watch it. People were talking about the Blues, that they, they're a pretty good story, that they haven't been uh, to stand a cup in a while. So, I, I just started watching it, and I don't know why. It was just interesting. It was really fast-paced, and I don't know all the rules really yet, but, but – uh, yeah, so I started watching the uh, – I became a fan, I guess you could say, uh, if you couldn't call me a fan of the St. Louis Blues. So it kind of fits with my Cardinals. But I will say, so they they won the first – I can't remember if they won the first game or not. Whatever, whatever first game I watched, they lost. Or no, no, they won. And the game after that, I was watching again. And I actually text falls and it's happened. This is how bad my luck has been with sports this season. T- tell me if this sounds familiar. Caleb's favorite team 
in the playoffs get screwed out of a win by a bad call. True, but Caleb's favorite team in the playoffs didn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> well, I was referring to the Saints and the Rams <laughs> earlier this year. But yeah, I had I didn't even know like I had seen them been hitting it. They can hit the puck with their hands, but they just can't like pass it to a, a teammate with their hands. And that's what they did, and it was an overtime, and the opposing team passed it to the uh, his teammate, and they scored and won the game. But they ended up winning the series, so they're in the Stanley Cup final against the Boston Bruins. So we'll see. I feel I feel like the last three years in hockey, you know, I suddenly keep up with it. Uh, I'm a Penguins fan. I know I watched them three years ago. They won back to back Stanley Cups. I watched the, both of those Stanley Cups. So I keep up with it. I get notifications on my phone and see like when they win games, lose games. But like the last three years, you know, the Predators, everybody was rooting for the Predators. These are like a th- one of the newer teams in the league. And then last year the was Knights, the Knights. Yeah, the and then the Blues, I'm pretty sure they were like one of the, if not the worst team in the league last year, they were one of the worst teams in the league last year. And now they're in the Stanley Cup. So it's like three years in a row, just kind of feel-good stories. But and none of them won the title. So I'm not looking good for them. <laughs> But the Bruins swept the Hurricanes, I think. I can't. I'm not 100 sure. I don't even know all the names yet. But yeah, I don't know, it just kind of happened. But I, I've enjoyed watching it. It's actually pretty interesting. It's, it's really fast paced. They play three periods. I mean, it's pretty neat. They have an intermission after each period, and they where they, they go in the locker room and do interviews like halftime and stuff. So I mean, it's different. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to watch. It's really fast paced. I haven't seen a fight yet. I'm really wanting to see a fight. I don't guess they do that in the playoffs because it's probably a big penalty. They, they do, do fight in the playoffs. Ovechkin knocked a kid out in the playoffs over this year. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Never mind then. But, but yes, it's pretty interesting. I'm excited. I'm excited for the Stanley Cup final. I'm not 100 sure when it starts, but I'm sure I'll <laughs> see it when it comes on my TV. <laughs> oh, accidentally put it NBC. <laughs> yeah, but but knowing my look. I'm, I, I I highly doubt there's any St. Louis Blues fans listening to this podcast, but if there is, I'm sorry because they're probably going to lose now that I'm cheering for them. You know, it's crazy though the the city of Boston they're they're a bunch of spoiled rotten brats. They get the Patriots, they get the Red Sox, they get the Bruins. I'm glad the Celtics like that would have sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but they got Kyrie and we thought they were going to be back. Yeah, I'm sorry, Boston fans. But yeah, if they, the Bruins win, there'll be three Boston teams that won a championship this year. Oh well, no, maybe not. We'll see. Hopefully, my Blues can come through for you, Paulza. I don't know what to tell you. I wish my Saints could have come through and done earlier, but saw how that happened. I'm just so defeated. This this sports season is just oh, it's just killed me. I'm just I just beat down. Nowhere to go but up, though. Katie, looking at you. It could, it could be worse. Well, yeah, it could be worse. It always can be worse, but you ain't got to remind me of that. I'm just, you know. Speaking of it could be worse, we have uh, Alabama football starts in 100 days. Oh, it's 100 days? 100 days a day. I'm pretty sure I saw it on Twitter. Or it was 100 days yesterday, and my Twitter feed showed it to me today, which is a very good possibility. Did you see? I I hadn't heard anything else about it, but Ali Keho maybe quit football, retired. I saw this Sunday morning. 
Hmm. No, I haven't seen anything. I, I haven't saw anything else about it, but he put it like on his IG story or something. Uh, he, I mean, he may be the next. I know we're a West Alabama podcast, but he may be the next Ben Davis. I mean, hope not. I mean, all the talent in the world, all the physical abilities in the world, and just never translate or whatever. And like, like he hmm. thinks he should. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if maybe he got injured or something. And he just couldn't come from it. Like it may be a health problem or what. But I don't, I don't know. I hope all the best for him. But I mean, honestly, in terms of young, right now we have we're very young at linebacker and we're very deep. We're, and you know, yeah. we have that. I'm really excited about that Alfano guy. Alfonso. I'm, I'm probably butchering his name. That we got this year looks amazing in the videos and stuff. I've seen him practice and stuff. He's going to be a force we reckon with early. I think. So, I'm ready to talk about some football. I'm ready for Alabama football to come back around. I'm ready to go to a game, a couple games. Probably won't be going to much this year since I'm not going to be a student. But you could not, you could not pay me. They could offer me 50 yard line season seats to come back and do another semester of Alabama, and I would turn it down. I'm so ready to graduate. Yeah, I'm ready for Alabama uh, football too. I'm ready for Alabama basketball also. Yeah, we have a lot to be excited about. So, yeah. hopefully, it all works out. I mean, surely, surely, this this sports season will be better. I mean, if it, it could start right, it could start. I know I keep coming back to this, but I'm so upset with the lottery. I mean, I'm just looking to the to the free agency. My sports season, next year's sports season for me, can start right this off season. Signing KD, and we, we go in with Alabama and the Saints, and my Knicks are good. I mean, we could just have a good year next year. Let's just make it happen. And then if your Cardinals somehow, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, my Cardinals. We might, we might win the World Series this year. You never it know. could start it's could right next month with the Blues winning it all. Exactly. So, so we're going to end on a good note, and then we're going to start on a good note. And we're going to come back to this podcast, and we're going to say, hey, Caleb was right. Or, or we could – Come back and listen. Look how happy Caleb was, and we could have heartbreaking moments part two. <laughs> and just play this sound of how happy I am right now. Looking forward to the optimism of the the next season. And oh man, well, that's about gonna wrap us up. So, you got anything else, Dad? No, that's all from me. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening, and we will talk to y'all next time. Hey, Peter, they said I gotta come off the bench. Come off the bench. <laughs>